Yeah, sign up for M-Perks. Oh, that's okay. You can cut it. I can cut out. If I decide to, we'll see. See how I feel later on tonight when I start editing. Sponsored by... Not Ooh. sponsored by M-Perks. <laughs> I mean, we would be sponsored if they'd give us money, but... Yeah. It is what it is. Uh, welcome to AEC Presents. I'm Alex. I'm Jared. I'm Laura. And I'm not hungry anymore because we had food. It was good yep. food. It was good frozen... Formerly frozen pizza. The pizza formerly known as frozen because we cooked yep. it in the oven. <laughs> uh, it reminds me of the New King of England as the artist formerly known as the Prince. So it's like, that's, <laughs> that's fun. Uh, but I digress. Uh, so this week, Laura, what are we talking about? Because I, I didn't do my notes. Really? No, I did. I totally did. I was going. To, I had a little panic there because I'm not in charge. <laughs> I, like. Well, I forgot. Well, I forgot what we were talking about this morning. That's why I asked you. I was like, "Oh, we're, I want to text Jared this, right?" And you're like, "I'm sorry, what?" I'm like, "Oh, that wasn't it." Yeah, that that's usually how it is. Like, I, I make a suggestion and I don't word it right. I guess like what it is in my mind and what comes out of my mouth and then is reinterpreted by your mind. It's not always the same thing, but I. I've gotten used to it, but this time it was way off. Was all. <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, so to, for background of what we're talking about, because yep. we're not we're talking kind of cloak yep. and dagger ish. We're talking Easter eggs. We're, we were talking Easter eggs, sort of, because we went on vacation last weekend and we went to a distillery, and one of the, and the distillery they know a comic book artist that was drawing for Marvel, and in one of his issues they. He, they had a bar fight. You can see their label of bourbon getting thrown. Like, oh, the real life bourbon that was from that local place down Cincinnati area was in the comic book. Like, that's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. So, like, yeah. oh, that's an Easter egg. Well, and at one point we tossed around the idea of doing a subject matter of oh, comic book Easter eggs. But that's not going to be easy. Like, that's yeah. that'll take some time. That, that's a lot of work. So, yeah. like, well, that is a good topic though. It would be if it wouldn't be so. I don't it's know, very like, broad. Maybe right. we should save it for Easter and give ourselves a goal of finding an Easter egg every week to save for Easter. Maybe. <laughs> or every month. Or we'll have an Easter egg within each episode of our podcast. Oh, we already have those. Uh, Aren't you people paying attention? Yeah. That, that, that's <laughs> what's going on. Uh, Easter egg, what is the name of the cat that just jumped up on the chair next to me? Long-time yeah. listeners will probably know her name. You got a 50-50 shot. Yeah, that was the other thing I realized we should have done. Like, her her anniversary of being here for a year has happened. And we probably should have read the comic book that we named her after. Yeah. Uh, uh, we still have time, eventually. Maybe in two weeks. Maybe. We'll see. I'm up for that. Because I've actually only read, like, the first issue of that. So, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, pretty much me too. <laughs> uh, but anyway, the real topic for this week is Jonathan Hickman. Because he wrote... East of West. Many things. And East of West, which was our book club book for the week, uh, he wrote that one. So, like, all right, well, what are some other things he wrote? Uh, I do want to do a quick uh, background on him, uh, courtesy of... Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Oh, my bad. <laughs> are we not allowed to say? No, we are, yeah. Wikipedia. Uh, it's a reference from Community of oh. Pierce looked, up, looked something up on Wikipedia. Or, no, Wikipedia. Is what he, how, is how he pronounced it. Okay, that sounds more right. Wikipedia. Which, I mean, if you don't know how it's pronounced, if you look at it, sure. Wikipedia. It except, does, yeah. Except Pierce should have known, like, that it's an encyclopedia. It's a Wikipedia. Well, but it is also Pierce, and it's community, and it's a comedy show, so. 
I, I, I don't know. I like Wikipedia personally. That's uh, funny. But anyway, uh, he's wrote many, many, many things. Um, he's from, he was born in South Carolina in 1972. He is 50 years old, uh, September 3rd. So actually it wasn't that long ago. That it was his birthday. It was, this is his birthday month. That's really why we picked it. Happy yeah. birthday, Jonathan Hickman. Yeah, that's why. Almost a month late. Uh, he went to college and earned a degree in architecture, hmm. which I mean, sure. I, I guess. Why not? It, it helps him construct his stories. I like how Wikipedia says, oh, you know, he went to, born and raised in South Carolina. He graduated from this high school in South Carolina. After high school, he earned a degree in architecture. Like, not naming where they're at. Nope. <laughs> it's like, eh. But, like, I don't know. I think that's funny. Like, detail, detail, and eh, he went Done. somewhere. He got a degree. <laughs> Good enough. It is people sourced. Yeah. yeah maybe, maybe it was in there and he took it out, so. Who, I mean, there's a... A note that you know where it's uh, oh we details are missing. Oh, yeah, the, the link references. To where, the references. Thank you. That's the word I was looking for. Uh, things to come archived and the original blah blah blah. Yeah, the design. Yeah, it doesn't. The, even that doesn't say where. It's like nope. It's just he got a degree. So, but anyway, he's done many many books. He's been nominated several times for Eisner Awards. Uh, for best limited series, best continuing or limited series. That's fun. Uh, a lot of so, stuff he's done for Marvel. Well, he's done a mm -hmm. lot of stuff for Marvel. He yeah. has done some independent stuff, mm -hmm. um, but it, his biggest claim to fame, I would say, is the Marvel stuff. Yeah. Uh, so let's go first. Jared, what is one of the things that you recognize on his list that you recognize, I should say? The Ultimates. Um I enjoyed the Ultimates. It's like a retelling of the Avengers, pretty much. Of the whole Marvel universe. Yeah, the, of the whole. But I'm talking about his specific book gotcha. of the Ultimates. It's just a retelling of the Avengers. They're not called the Avengers. They're called the Ultimates. Um, it was really good. Uh, some people I have heard didn't care for it as much and everything, but I'm like, I kind of like this newer stuff, this new age, how things are. Um, it introduced the. Uh, Nick Fury that we see on the big screen. The Sam now, Jackson The Samuel Fury. Jackson version. So that's one great thing that came out of the Ultimate Universe right there. Um, it was a different telling, and they did a lot of limited series, just uh, like four-issue miniseries for their... They didn't have very many ongoing series of the Ultimates, if any, so that I can remember. Spider-Man was the only one that yeah, was truly ongoing. No, uh, X-Men was, too. Oh, uh, that's right, yeah. Yeah, Fantastic Four, I don't remember if that was ongoing. I don't think... But yeah, the things that he's written was only a few issues of yeah, the Ultimates right. itself. But he's done a whole bunch of... Like, he did the Ultimate Comics Fallout of Thor, Tony Stark, yeah. Reed Richards... Nick Fury, uh, he did Ultimate Comics Thor one through four, right? Um, the Death and, of Spider Man Fallout. Yep, he did. Uh, did he do all of the Fallout ones? Kind of looks like he did because he, there were one shots when those came out, except for the Spider Man, which was a two two shot, I think. That sounds plausible. I don't know. Laura would know better, but even then, it's the Ultimate yeah, Universe. It's not the main. I can't remember Sorry. for sure if those were one shots or if those were all. I got confused like, with the Ultimate minis. stuff, and since it was a re. A like reboot. A, I didn't get in yeah. on it. Yeah, I should have, but I did not. I think it would, I think where I how I know comic books now, I would read. I would understand it better. I could read it. 
I know yeah. when it was coming out of the time, I wasn't reading comic books or I was just dipping my toe into it. Right. So like, uh, what is this other thing? Eh. Right. I didn't know it was, oh, it's a whole different universe that right. is not the same continuity. And when I started it, I thought kind of thought the same thing. I'm like, I don't care about this at all. But then I got into the Ultimate Spider-Man and just, you know, that was so great that I kind of went back to it at that point. I'm like, well, this is pretty good. This, it, I enjoyed it. Yeah. So. That kind of reminds me, I, I got some crap at work the other day for not knowing, like, everything Spider-Man. They're like, this is your jam. How come? And I'm like, there is so much. Like, give me a break, people. Like, I can't watch every cartoon. I can't watch, I can't read every comic. Like, there's Ultimate. There's 2099. There's Amazing. There's so Friendly much. Neighborhood. Yeah. Spectacular. Yeah, just right now. Right. <laughs> like, we're talking about, like, 60, wait, no, even more than that. It's no, been... I guess it's close to 60 years of history. Yeah. Like, he came out in the 60s, so. But and that's not even counting the tie-ins of what. Okay, he's in some random Avengers book that you're right, not buying. Marvel or, team ups. Right. Or I'm saying even yeah, still like a random spotlight Avengers. He was in. Oh, he might have been in Wolverine 157. Well, I don't read Wolverine, so I would never have known that. That sort of thing. Mm. Like, oh, but in this it doesn't. Well, sorry that I don't read everything. Right. Ever. I'm and, trying. And remember it all too. Yeah. Like, there's a difference between reading it and remembering it. Yeah, I definitely told her I've forgotten more than most people know about Spider-Man. <laughs> Which I'm very confident in saying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I do. I did, I wouldn't challenge you on that. <laughs> uh, so yeah, um, yeah, the ultimates, um, they were fun. Yeah, I guess another question, being more on topic, when you guys talked about Fallout, did that have anything to do with like the Secret Wars? Like, was it the Fallout uh, no. of the entire universe? The, it was okay. the Fallout from Ultimatum, I believe. Ultimatum, okay. that's it. Which I, was supposed to be the end of yeah. the Ultimate Universe, where okay. Magneto and then like waited. shifted the poles of the Earth and. It, put a tidal wave and flooded New York and Fancy. a bunch of people died. It, like it killed off the, well, an ultimatum also killed off like Cyclops. Yeah. Until they brought well, him back. He was giving a speech there at the he end and was better. assassinated. Right, yes. Because I was reading it. I'm like, holy crap, what just happened? Right. And that was the yeah. end of ultimatum, I believe. Yeah. Or either the end or the kickoff of ultimatum. Was the something, that, yeah, it something was, like that. Because I did remember I read I think ultimatum. it was the end because I think there was a bunch of body bags full of the other X-Men could be. Uh, maybe not at mutants. that event, but like a panel or two right. right after that or something. But yeah, that one was pretty pretty good. Pretty gruesome in spots. It's where the blob ate one of the characters. Like he literally... Yeah, was eating... Was it Wasp? wasp? It, it, yeah, it was Wasp. I'm then, pretty sure uh, it was Wasp. Jada Van Dyne Giant wasp. man bit his head off after that right. or something. <laughs> so yeah. He, he wanted to taste too, huh? I guess. So... <laughs> Yeah, Ultimate Comics Fallout, or is that the? Oh no, Ultimate Fallout was the uh, the fallout of the death of Spider Man. That's what that one was, not Ultimatum. Oh, okay. It was the, the fallout was of the... Death of Spider Man. Because there was okay. Ultimatum, there, which there was, was what we were talking about. Yeah, but the ultimate, but the Ultimate Comics Fallout was the fallout of. It was, it was Ultimatum Requiem. Okay, that's what it was. <laughs> but yeah, he back on topic. Hickman did the fallout of the death of Ultimate Spider Man. Yeah. Uh, Laura, what is another thing on the list that stood out to you of his? Um, I guess I might as well slip into the Secret Wars. Like, I did not realize until, like, two days ago that he wrote the nine-issue miniseries. I also didn't realize it was only nine issues. Secret Wars seemed like a really long set of tie-ins that confused the heck out of me, and I actually, I couldn't even take enough notes to, like, really describe it well well and to clarify fall back on you guys this is the secret wars that is from 2015 yep not in the 80s uh that, oh, sorry this is the speculation of like 10 at that time so right <laughs> this is the speculation of what will become 
of the upcoming Marvel movie, Secret Wars. Because they're like, oh, we're doing a Secret Wars movie. They didn't say which one is going to be. The first one or the more recent one? I'm guessing the more recent one. Because it has multiple universes mm-hmm. yeah. into one world instead of all the universe into one world. Yeah, the way I described it in my notes was that this miniseries kind of destroys the Ultimate Universe, the 2099 Universe, the 1602 Universe, and a whole bunch of others. Like yeah. it, it was meant to conglomerate them all together, or at least I thought it was meant to remove them all, but then partway through they're like, you know what, we like some of these characters, so let's just shove them into... What's what's the normal universe? Six one six. Six one six. That's right. Um, so, the reason why I think this is going to be, and I'll give more information on this one. The inspiration for the upcoming movie is because in Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness, uh, spoiler alert, but it's been out for a while and it's on Disney Plus, so it is what it is. Um, at the end of it, there's someone that comes to Doctor Strange and says, "Hey, you caused an incursion," and what that is with the comic books is the incursions were different universes colliding onto each other and then ultimately one universe getting destroyed while the other one still survived until theoretically they'd all be down to only one surviving of everything uh that kicked off that was the or kicked off or led into the creation of the newer secret wars where the universes that were surviving uh god doom took sections of each one and made it into a giant battle world like okay so spider-man 2099 hit his universe he gets a block on this continent uh old man logan his universe he gets this part and like so there's a whole bunch of different marvel alternate universes that we know of merged into one gigantic weird world plus some that we don't know like oh a universe where literally everybody is thor so why not have that one and because of the word incursion, that's why I think that the next, the upcoming movie of the MCU will be this Secret Wars, because they kind of tease that, like, oh, the different universes colliding together. So, ta-da. In between that and King the Conqueror, why not? Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, but yeah, this was, a, I mean, this was a good series. My only problem with it is because I hated the fact that Marvel recycled the name, because... Yeah, oh, it didn't have to. You, you should check out Secret Wars. Well, which one? Like, Why? Uh, I think they're doing that with Secret Invasion again now, too. Or so there's something else that they're going to do. Another, like, oh, we're just going to use the same name again because why not? Like, I, I hate you. Don't do that. Have it yeah. different enough. It's it was, like Ms. Marvel and She-Hulk and all right. that. Just recycle the name. I mean, well, She-Hulk, at least that's a, a new name. It wasn't. Mm. There hasn't been a new person being She-Hulk. But it was like the guy who was like, why can't she just get her own name instead of just being She-Hulk? Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean... That's that argument has been around since the creation of the character She-Hulk, mm-hmm. but yeah, it, it's interesting to see where this is going to go. Um, it was bad enough before when we had the original Secret Wars and then Secret War. Like, oh, yes, it's bad enough yeah. was off by one letter. So it's like, all right, we got Secret Wars, Secret War, and Secret Wars. You're killing me, guys! Come on, two of the three having the same name off by a letter for the third. But it, it was still a good story that I enjoyed, yeah. and that's. Ultimately, what brought Old Man Logan into the main 616 universe, because regular Wolverine was dead, and it brought uh, Miles Morales into the 616 also because mm-hmm. of that. Uh, so yeah, that's Secret Wars. Yep. Next one on my list, because that one was kind of my list also. Like, I figured you might talk about that one. Sorry. But I figured we could tag team it, so that's okay. Uh, is House of X and Powers of X that came out, oh, I just had it in front of me. Uh I think it was 2019 is when we were talking about it. Uh, there it is. Yeah, 2019. It was the reset of the X-Men's 
universe at this point because for a long time it's been such a mess and then Hickman's like okay we're doing a unofficial official reboot everything all the storylines up to this point we're stopping them and we're going with this and this is going to new branches of everything which we've been talking about in the podcast many times especially if Adrian was here he'd be ranting and raving about it also if you want to get in the X-Men of the current age of stuff we definitely recommend that because that has set the, the table for everything as long as you know the basics of like, oh, Cyclops has laser eyes, Jean Grey, fire sometimes with Phoenix, telekinesis, that sort of thing. If you know the ground, yeah, if you know the very base level of the characters, you're good, you're good to go to just jump in right there. Um, but it, yeah, it reset everything. It was weird and confusing, but fun, especially because the House of X is one story, Powers of X was another, and they did a time jump back and forth between the two. As they're coming out, and then eventually they all merge together at the end. Like, oh, now I see where you're going with these two different stories. But it was really good. There's a lot of a lot of stuff to it. Looks like the hardcover was 448 pages, so it's a lot of reading material, but it's well worth it. Jared, what is next on your list? Um, the Manhattan Project, uh-huh. actually. Um, it's, I'm going to tag team with you. Okay, yes. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, I have not read that in a long time. I think may, you may have told me to read it a couple years ago. Yep, I have so, got that. It was from 2012. Yeah, so, yeah. But it's, a minute. it's a, kind of like a um, alternate version of America where the um, like Oppenheimer has multiple personalities and, mm. you know... Um, and a twin brother. And a twin brother, which is... Um, G, uh, Joseph. Joseph. I was gonna. I'm about to say John. I'm like, that's not it. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, but uh, they had a whole bunch of like. Um, it was a. Like alternate history yeah, is what I called it. Yeah, alternate history. It had like a not a fantasy, but in terms of like um, magic and stuff like that. But it, like a fantasy version of the history. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like if things were tweaked a little bit, if things went a different way. Yeah, well, character was slightly different in this Mm -hmm. aspect. The butterfly effect of it. Yeah, something like that. But uh, it was pretty good. The art was, if memory serves, was really good on it. Um, Mm -hmm. I didn't have a whole lot of notes on it because I'm, I don't, it's been so long since I've read it and I kind of want to now. So (laughs) It's upstairs, I think. I think I've, I think I actually bought it because okay. I think, or maybe downloaded it or something off of Hoopla Oh, yeah, or it's something. on Hoopla now, too, so. Yeah, I think I, I was... checked it out on Hoopla a long time ago or something. I don't remember exactly what, but. Yep. Uh, when I'm too lazy to, to go in the other room and search for my comics, I just download them on Hoopla. I'm like, I know it's in the other room in a box, but yeah. I, I can't find it. We, we've already <laughs> supported them by buying the stuff, so yep. here we go. Yep. So, but yeah, there was just a history fiction mm-hmm. type of book that was really good. It was fun. Yeah, a little bit that I liked, especially when they got to volume six. Um, Laika the dog, who was the, the cosmonaut, and oh, Yuri Gagarin. Yes. Like, that was a an alternate history, too. Like, I think the dog was kidnapped really early on in the series and gets all these experiments done on her. And then eventually, towards the end of the volumes, Yuri finds Laika again and is like, Oh, my dog, I miss you so much. And by now the dog is like kind of more humanoid and can speak and is like, what took you so long to find me? I've, I've been waiting all this time. And like, they, they go into a whole story of how, how they're reunited and that's spoilers. Like 
Well, I guess not real spoilers. I'm really. going to drop it at that, but it, it doesn't end the best for them. But <laughs> you, can, you can spoil it because I haven't gotten you. I haven't gotten to that part, part, but I only read like the first volume or something. Okay. So yeah, I want to say there was like a supernova at the end, and that's just that ends the whole series. Like everything's gone. <laughs> I mean, that, that'll do it. Yeah. Yep. Oh, satisfying conclusion. There you go. Yeah. Large explosion. Done and done. Uh, I only have one more thing on my list. Laura, do you have any on... Well, I guess I have one and a half on my list. You can do your one and a half. Okay. Uh, the one I'm going to do first as, is going to be... Well, they're... Yeah, okay. Just go uh, for it. Dive in. Was S.H.I.E.L.D. from 2010. Uh, this was a... I'm still... Even though I read it, I'm still kind of confused by it. It is... It's a lot an, of Hickman stuff, I think. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, this was a alternate history-ish as well. But, like, it has... Oh, I, I don't really remember the main... I remember when I was reading, like, this does not read, like, a Marvel book at all. Um, it follows... It's an occult organization called the Brotherhood of the Shield. And, like, you meet famous people of history, like, Leonardo da Vinci is there. Uh, you meet a young Howard Stark and a Nathaniel Richards. So, like, it has some of, the, like, the, the basics of the Marvel history in it. But then it gets really, really weird with the occult stuff. Like, oh, well, and then there's, like, time travel, and Galileo's there who fought against Galactus. Uh, <laughs> which, uh, okay. I, I mean, hmm. but I it was weird. This. It was very weird. It's only 13 issues for the whole the whole run of everything. Um, yeah, the art was weird, but I enjoyed it. It was very pretty science, sci-fi, spacey-looking thing. Yeah, the biggest thing I can say is it was weird. I remember, because I haven't read it since I first was getting single issues, I was reading each time. I was like, okay, this was good, but what did I just read? <laughs> um, so, yeah, I feel like, I don't know, I need to go back and reread all, especially since it's only 13 issues for the whole series. But, yeah, it was it was fun. I, I enjoyed it. What was the name of it again? Shield. And it was just S period, H period, I period, E so forth and so on for spelling out a shield. Uh, yeah. Uh, the genre is beyond hoopla. The genre is called a spy superhero. It might be a Marvel limited <laughs> though. Okay. Uh, but yeah, the main characters are the brotherhood of shield, Archimedes, Galileo, uh, and some other names I don't recognize. Isaac Newton, Nostradamus, uh, Nathaniel Richards, Howard Stark, Leonardo da Vinci. Uh, yeah, there was, it was bizarre, but I enjoyed it. Uh, the other book I would mention that I enjoyed of his was FF. That was after Human Torch died, and they did the Future Foundation mm. instead of Fantastic Four. Uh, and that had Spider-Man in it, was on the team. It was when they had all their white suits. Yeah. And, like, the core family, Reed, Sue, and uh, Ben had, like, different parts of their, it was like a three dots that two of them were dark and one was light for depending on which character they were and of course spider-man was just a white and black spider suit because it was like the opposite bad. of the venom suit I remember starting that series out that was pretty good there at the beginning yeah i, I mean, didn't follow it i read the whole series and it was pretty good i enjoyed it it was, was a it? fun run uh he was also i mean reason why he did that is because it was the follow-up to when the he was writing fantastic four when the human torch died anyway okay. so he just continued on say, i that knew he was pattern. reading or he was writing fantastic four but i didn't know he did the Death of the Human Torch. Yep. So, yeah, the, that's the main ones on my list. Of, I mean, he's done a bunch of things, but that's the ones I recognize that I've actually read. Like, Same. oh, uh, any other last 
additions we want to go with for There's them? There's a couple I wouldn't mind checking out, some of his image books. Um, but uh, his Marvel stuff, it's, you know, it's all there. But there was one from, like, 2008, A Red Mass for Mars. I wouldn't mind checking that out. That sounds like a pretty good sci-fi book. Um, and there was another one, um, The Dying and the Dead. I wanted to check that one out. So future book club maybe yeah we look at it and we look at it later yeah and frontier all right so. so with that we'll move on to books that came out this week wednesday september 21st 2022 jared why don't you kick off this one what is a book that stood out to you this week well uh first thing i want to do is mention the third harley quinn 30th anniversary um i have not read it yet but i've been flipping through it the art's good it looks like this is going to be a fun book um she teams up with alfred of all people, and there's a, looks like there's a pretty good Catwoman story, so I'm actually kind of excited to read that. I'm going to have to check that one out tonight. Um, I wanted to pick my normal books over reading that, and I just ran out of time for reading that, but I just wanted to point that out that that came, that came out today, and it looks good. The first one on my list. Oh, can I do three of them today? Yeah, because one, yes. one of them, you're definitely going to tag team with me. So. Okay, well, I'm going to start off with um, the weakest pick of my three, but I still enjoyed it. Titans United Blood Pact. It's a miniseries, one of six. Starts out with uh, Tim Drake out of costume, out of his Robin costume, and he doesn't have his memory, but it's slowly coming back to him. What's going on? So the Titans have a battle with um, their main vi- their main villains, like the um, uh, Tinkerer and. Uh, it's like the Fearsome Five. Yeah, the Fearsome Five. Simon's yeah. there. One page lists them all. Yeah. Um, and then Brother Blood shows up. So it's a, you know, all out battle between the Titans and their, their big villains. But uh, Raven shows up and does something unpredictable. And I'm going to leave it at that. It, it's a major thing. Yeah. I love the banter between her and the villains, too. Yeah. Like, like, oh, you're just the daughter of Trigon. Who, who, it's, it's like a lesser demon. Who cares? Right. Still a demon. Still has powers, and she does too, but... Right, but it was really good. I really enjoyed it. And yes, I may be biased because I am a Titans fan, but I like the dialogue between all the characters. I thought it was really good. So I would recommend picking this one up. It's a six-issue miniseries. Um, It's got your main cast of Titans. It's got Donna's Troy, Wonder Girl, Raven, Beast Boy, Starfire. You know, it's got your main cast. It's not like titans b squad you know it is when you think of titans it's who you think they would be right so um it was uh who was the writer on this something scott something scott great scott great scott uh i don't see his name on here dc is very bad at having a consistency it might be midway through even where it has like the the split the title page i'd go back like four or five pages because there was like a bead story in there too Oh, that's like right. From oh, the back That's right, because it, it ended with the preview to the upcoming right. Batman yep. story. Yeah, there. Caven Scott. Kavan? C-A-V-A-N Scott. So it's somebody I'd never heard of, but I think he did a really good job. The art's really good in this, too. So. There you go. And that was by something Meyer. Yep. Something <laughs> Meyer. <laughs> Oscar. There I don't you go. Think so. <laughs> he doesn't uh, have a way with my balloons. Yeah. Uh, uh, Laura, what is a book that's not to you this week? I picked up Vanish number one because of my theme of trying to pick number one so that people can just jump on. And also because I saw that Donnie Cates wrote this and he's also been doing Venom and Carnage and a lot of series that I follow. And as I looked at the front of this book, it was like 
a whole smorgasbord of Marvel people, but it's an image book, which kind of made me laugh. But it was like Ryan Stegman, and now I forget all the names, but there there were a whole bunch of names. I was like, I've heard of all these people doing something or other. Um, I'm not going to lie, it wasn't... It didn't really pull my interest, but it was the first thing I read and really the only thing I read because I started falling asleep. Um, but it's... But that's not a reflection of the book, so it was a reflection of you working 12 hours. It's not the yeah, book's fault. Maybe. It's not the book's fault you're falling asleep. <laughs> yeah. Um, I got the impression that it's a world where, like, it, it kind of reminded me a little bit of Harry Potter. Like, there's our normal world and kind of behind the scenes there's your magic world. And a lot of the characters are trying to live in the normal world, but the magic's kind of creeping through a little bit. Or people with magic are following them through to... I don't know. I didn't quite know what the the intent of this was. I got the impression that the main character's name was Oliver. I didn't catch his last name. That he's the chosen one. Something happened to him that was a big deal when he was 14 years old. And it involved... Let's see. Baron Vanish is the main bad guy. The people following him are called the Hollow. And they're all members of this group. And... Like, Oliver, when they first introduce him to you, he's kind of in a in a haze. Like, I get the impression that he, since he's been through so much in his life, he's already lived a lifetime, and he has to keep living. So he's kind of just going day to day and not, not really all there, not really with it. And I get the impression that he's he's been through a lot and that you are going to slowly learn what his early story was. But as he's basically walking home from work, he gets attacked by Battle Rocket. And he's like, really? That's your name? Like, and you think you can take me on after everything I've done? Like, who are you? What's going on? And yeah, I guess that's that's the question. Like, why are these people after him? What what was he chosen for? Like, what what happened to him? I don't know, but we're going to find out. If we keep reading, what kind, pretty good. What kind of story is it? Like a sci-fi fantasy is what is what I was getting from it. But I think that in the magic world, it's sci-fi fantasy. But I feel like in our world, it's just regular Fiction. guy. Like yeah, um, yeah. Because I I got the impression that he he almost had like boarding school. That's what made me think of Hogwarts. Like he was, he said he was sent away to Everkeep which the city was the city for outworld magic. But he doesn't live there anymore, obviously. But it sounded like that place had some sort of, was overrun by this Baron Vanish guy, and I, I don't know. It was interesting. Interesting enough, list. yeah. Yeah, I think I think it'll get there. Like, they, they got to set it up somewhere. It's issue number one, so they're just laying the groundwork, and you go from there. All right. Sorry. Uh, that's okay. Uh, I'll go next with one of my picks this week. I didn't want to like it. Jared, you won't, you won't want to like it either, but it is what it is. And that is X-Men Green, issue number two. Uh, I say that because it's an X-Men book, and I know, I know your feelings on the X-Men, yeah. if there's just too many I of them. I love the X-Men books, but no, it's not that there's too many of them. You yeah. have to read all of them to get the full story all, because they all overlap with each other. Well, the good news with this one is this is X-Men Green, issue two of two. So they purposely did a smaller story arc. Like, okay, we're just going to do this weird team. 
that it follows mutant animal girl where she can talk to she's or nature girl. I think it's nature girl. My bad. Oh, is that why she's green? Uh, well, it's because she's trying to save the environment. Uh, they're trying to save the world of like, oh, humans are constantly destroying the world and blah, blah, blah. And she has her own little group of people that are sort of on her side. Um, <laughs> so it's, so it's nature girl and curse. They rescued, or they rescued, they befriended a police canine that decided to join her side because she was right and the regular humans were wrong. And then the villain Sauron is joining them, sort of. So and he's the green of the X-Men green, that's for sure. But it was a really weird, like, it worked really well, though. Like, okay, in a with her abilities to understand nature, like animals, plants, everything, and you see, oh, well, this oil rig facility or whatever. Uh, the first issue, it kicked off with her, she met a sea turtle that was choking on a, that choked to death on a uh, uh, plastic bag that was branded from a certain store. So she went to that store and killed a guy like, hey, you killed nature, nature kills you. And of course, it goes poorly. But I really liked it because it is a two-issue miniseries. It doesn't really have to tie anything with anything yet. But it was good. Like, oh, this was, this makes sense. For the, all the way all the characters are acting, it fits perfectly right. to the way they would. If they would keep that as standalone, I think it could be a good jumping on point. Right. For people who, I like the X-Men and everything, but I don't read them because of... I don't want to have to buy X Force and right. you know well, all and of these other ones. If I they just give us an X Men book, get us going. And sure, a crossover maybe later down the line would be fun, but it's hard to jump on the right. X Men. It's it's hard for you to say okay, so a new person who's never read the X Men before wants to jump into X Men. Where do you go that is just focusing on the X Men? House and Powers of X. Then it's just a mess after that. But yeah, I get what you're saying. You know what I mean? And right. that's why I haven't been able to jump on the X Men. Well, I'd love the, to. Well, there's so many stories. The quality varies right. amongst all of them because, like, well, I like this writer, but now it's doing a crossover with the other writer, which I don't really like their story. Right. So, yeah, it is. I, I fully understand the, the throw Ramita Junior in there, the, the, ruin the whole right. thing. I understand the tangled <laughs> web that there is of the X Men, though. Yes, and uh, I'm not saying DC's. Not at fault for doing the same right. thing. How many times did Batman and Detective Comics crossover? Right. Or um, they just did it here recently with Nightwing and Superboy. They had a part one in Nightwing and a part two in Superboy. If you weren't reading the other one, then you're like, right. well, I'm buying this random one issue just to get the other part of the story. Which I did. And, you know, I that was fine for me, but that's not a great way to do comics, for, right. for especially for new readers. Yeah. But, the like I said, it is very self-contained. It does end with the X-Men Green will return, since that's what Marvel's doing from now on with everything. Like, oh, it's just the end for now, because we'll yeah. bring him back. And that might be a fun story to check out. I, I wouldn't mind checking that out. That sounds fun. If they keep doing the small stories like this, then sure, it works yeah. out great. Uh, the cool thing with this, too, is because Nature Girl killed someone in the first issue, the mutants have this thing, we, can, we kill no man. Be it mutant or human, we kill nobody. That's what we do now. And she broke that law very publicly because there was like a whole SWAT team and everything like they swore out. So it's not like we can cover this up and no one will find out. Everyone knows. So who do they do to try? Who do they have to try to track her down? Wolverine because he can. He's the best tracker in the world. And that sounds like a really good story. And so he is hunting them reluctantly. Like he's like, well, you're not wrong, kid, but you're also not right. Right. And it was you're just not really wrong, good. but you did something bad and you need to face up. Right. And do the consequences yep. for it. Yeah, it was really good. I really enjoyed it. It was a fun... I think the biggest thing is, it's a two-issue. It's 
That's not much investment there. It is. I mean, this is a six dollar book, so it is a slight, slightly is, more expensive. It's but it's oversized too. It's a bit oversized, and it's it's done. You're not buying. You're not in for a five, ten, twelve ongoing. Right. Like, it's just two issues. It's fine. Uh, what's next for you, Jared? Uh, Nightwing number ninety six. Surprise, surprise! Nightwing's been my pick of the week every time since Tom Taylor's been on it. Yeah, it has been that good. Um, it's if you remember where we left off. Uh, Blockbuster had unmasked Nightwing, and he found out he's Dick Grayson, and that was it. he was trying to burn the uh, the, haven. the haven to the ground. But in this, the actual citizens come in and start putting out the fires. Big battle between Nightwing and Blockbuster. Um, I thought it was really good. The dialogue is still phenomenal in this. It is so good. Um, bit of a surprise there at the end. Uh, I um, want to say it has the best use of the Comic Book Code Authority logo of all time. Oh, my God. I actually had to stop reading about that. It was great. It was the yes. best use. Of, and we're not going to say what it is. Nope. You've got to pick up this book just to get that. That was the best thing. Best use of that. Yes. It was like, this is so good. It's like, I don't know if that was the artist that did that or if that was Tom Taylor's idea or who I whose idea that was. But that was the best thing I've read in a yeah, long time. That was great. And it's only like a half a page. Right. There's, there's two panels. Yeah. Two, two straight. Yep. Two straight panels. That was it. It was great. So did you read it? No, but okay, no, I'm going to. I'm going to show you the panel <laughs> real quick because it's, it's, it's gold. I, I will say for the listeners that oh, do not have it available, okay. it is a clever use of censorship. Yes. And see, use the, the comic book code <laughs> authority to do censoring. Like, okay, that's many layers on that joke. That is wonderful. Right. Yeah, that is funny. Okay. So now I yeah, get it. Nightwing number ninety six. Great story so far. Tom Taylor's knocking this out of the park. There you go. Uh Laura, you ran out because you ran out of time? Okay. Yeah. Uh <laughs> the last one I want to do, I want to tag team with Jared again. Uh Deceased War of the Undead Gods, issue number two of eight. Another Tom Taylor. Yep, another Tom Taylor. Um this one's weird because not a whole lot happens, but a whole lot happens. Yes. It um, is the fastest reading book that of the week for me. Like it was very light on dialogue, but because so much so much stuff was going on. Yes. Um I look at it. It was a picture book. The it starts out kind of with uh Big Barda was cured in last issue. Uh I no, Something she like was, it was the end of the previous series because well, okay. she was the she was the first person cured okay, by the cure, I believe. Okay, yeah, I couldn't remember exactly where we were, but they go to New Genesis, the home of the New Gods, and it's basically just destroyed. Um, she goes into what instead of boom tubes, B O O M, they're calling them doom tubes because they're the same, but but evil. they're yeah. Where where do these doom tubes take us? Well, she's going to enter one, and the Black Racer um, stops her. And if you don't know who the Black Racer is, he's me. like the um, uh, he is the Flash version of Death. Um, it's said whenever a speedster dies, they see the Black Racer or the mm. Black Flash or something like that. Um, there's very different iterations, and the Black Racer showed up in Final Crisis for a little while. See, that makes sense because I see he has like two sides also, okay? And now that you put yes. it together, I didn't think, because I don't know the character, I didn't, right. I didn't put that and together. That's like, basically, oh. uh, that's basically the, the sum of it, you know? Um, uh, they may, I may actually be wrong about that, now that I'm thinking. Anyway. If I'm don't wrong, think too hard. call me out on it and comment. So, But anyway. Black Racer, Black Flash, pretty much the same thing at right. that point. 
but uh, she stops him and they uh, she says they he the black racer tells uh, Barda that leads to dark side and they're like yeah but dark side's dead yeah but he's an undead dark side and he's just wrecking stuff where he's at uh, Kur, uh, um, Kuragar was that it? The, uh, it was Sinestro's home planet. I did catch that. I was going to say that because I don't want to butcher it. Yeah, Kuragar. <laughs> um, and basically, Sinestro gets his yellow lanterns to go stop him. Because that's a, they get that's a distress a, beacon. Like, hey, yeah. you know, we're under attack. We need help from anybody and everybody. Sinestro's like, not on my home turf. Yeah. Fires a big old cannon. And... And I, I don't want to go... Yeah, I don't want to go any further. Because it goes... It goes well, I'll just say... This is an eight-issue series. Things go poorly at this point. It is not the triumphant heroes win all is well. But I will say the final, I believe it's the final panel, is like, ooh, this is going to be really good and really bad all at once. Um, I mean, they kind of... Undead zombie dark side gets an upgrade. Yes. And, yeah, it it is is very, how do I want to say... It makes me fearful of what's going to happen. Yes. And it's also um, as good as the first issue started. Oh, they went into the sun to get uh, zombie Superman and they cured him. DC Comics just are deceased. That version just got their biggest gun back, you know? So it's like, okay, we're helpful. So, eh, not so much anymore. So what do you need then to counter that? A zombie yep. bigger gun. And yep. here and we go. And they've got a bigger gun. And they've got a bigger gun. Yeah. So yeah, that is Deceased, yeah. issue number two. Uh, I imagine more great things to come from that series. Yep. So with that, we will talk about the book club book of the week, which is East of West, volume one, written by... Jonathan, Jonathan Hickman. Yay! And if you don't want spoilers on that, or you're not interested and want to know what we're talking about next week, Jared, what are we talking about next week? Oh, hold on, hold on. Yeah, I've got I this. I have no idea. I've totally got this, and it is King of Spies. There you go. Yeah, you totally weren't just pulling up on your phone right there. <laughs> nope, nope, that was pulling straight out of my memory. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, next week with Adrian, we'll be talking about King of Spies, which is only issues one through four, which is it'll be a quicker read, theoretically, then, but I think they're slightly oversized issues. But anyway, uh, Laura, why did you think we should read East of West? Because of Jared. It's all Jared's fault. Yep. Dang it, Jared. He had mentioned that he... I forget exactly why you brought up, like, King of... Or, sorry, uh, I forget the name of it. Oh, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Mm. Um, And, I don't know, you, you just kept mentioning that, and we were like, there aren't any comics about Game of Thrones yet, are there? Like, it was more like discussing the TV series. It's because there's a new yeah. series that's a prequel to yeah. Game of Thrones that's out right now. That's what... Okay. That's what it was. So then I was like, well, if you do like Game of Thrones, what comics does the internet recommend? And so I found a website that had a whole bunch of listings. And it also said Saga, but I was like, well, we've done Saga. Probably shouldn't do that one again. We may have overdone Saga. (laughs) Nah, not possible. It's still going, so. It's still going. And I got to East of West on the list, and I was like, I've heard of this. I know someone said it was good, so... I, I thought I was going to suggest we read it, and you guys would be like, oh, yeah, I've read that before. It's good. And everyone's yeah. like, nope, we've never touched that. And I was like, oh, well, I guess now's the time. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, so for me, this story was kind of weird. Yes. It's um, a sci-fi Western. Yeah, I was going to yeah. S- yeah, th- I was gonna say futuristic Western. 
but mm-hmm. that kind of fits too. Yeah, it's. I don't know if it's futuristic. It's. Uh, it, is, it is. Skyscrapers. It says like twenty forty and stuff like that. Okay. So yeah, and, it is futuristic and, uh, and dystopian. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Post-apocalyptic. Mm, well, not me. Or during apocalypse, right. parts of it are dystopian. Yes. Like uh, there's um, the New Republic of, I assume China. They called it the New, mm. Re- the People's Republic, or something like oh, that. Oh, that was New Shanghai. No, I'm talking about like the, the, the actual factions oh, and regions okay. because they call it the countries uh, for uh, effectively. Texas is its own country now, pretty much. Um, they've got America still. There are many archetypes that like yeah. we, that's this region, that region, that yeah. region, that region. Right. So. Uh, but yeah, it is a, it's a little bit confusing from, at least it was for me. Yeah, a little bit. Um, especially when like, okay, what is taking place to... now versus then? Right. And who are these it's characters? The times oh. jumps. Like, who are these random characters sort of thing? Yeah. See, I was I... Over, able to get, over, get the overall story though. Yeah. I thought the artist who was Nick Dragata, he did pretty good at indicating when it was the past or the future. Like there was a, for me, there was enough of a change in the color scheme it was almost like it was a little faded it was like a hazy filter for the past yeah Yeah, and that that helped me enough that i knew when he was current and when he was not so that that was good for me i think so for me the biggest issue i had was the four horsemen of the apocalypse of Mm -hmm. seeing the other three when okay when they were freshly born at the beginning of the series versus it looked like a flashback to when they were before they were pre-born because they looked a little different than two right they're reincarnated with different bodies so like oh well, I don't know which one that one's supposed to be. Is that one still this one? I, you know, they they oh. laid the groundwork of like, oh, I used to be an attractive female, now I'm this little boy. Like, yeah. Uh, like, and they said oh. they have to be an adolescent for a season. Right. It's like, what does that mean? Is it a season it like, like the fall? And or a, a, few or a year or five right. years or who knows? Right. Uh, so, like, there's just some world building within that. I was like, okay, that's a little confusing. The overall story, I, I was able to put together. Oh, yeah. No problem. But I was like, oh, well, it seemed like there's a whole bunch of the uh, Hickman came up with this like giant dartboard of a bunch of names and eventually strung them together. Okay, well they'll do this, this, and then this, and then that, and this will tie it in here, and we'll cut the string here. And it seemed like it was very big plan sort right. of thing. So it doesn't it does it is not easy reader friendly. You have to think when you read this, right? And I think a lot of that's going to play out in like the second and third volumes, not necessarily in this first volume, right? It sets up a lot of groundwork and gives you your overall story. Yeah. I definitely get Game of Thrones vibes where it's, a okay, there's this major story going on and a yeah. lot of sub-stories along with right. it. Right. That will eventually tie together, hopefully. Yeah. Um, we I, did some in this, but not completely. Right, which, I mean, there's, I yeah. think there's five, six, seven volumes available like for this. So, yeah. Like, there's a lot of time for that to happen. Right. But there are some major characters they introduce then immediately kill off and... Uh, yeah, there, there's a lot going on here. Yeah. Um, I liked our main, would I call him protagonist? Death? Yeah. The horseman he's death? He's not really a protagonist, but he's like the... I just call him main character. Yeah. Main character of this story. Yeah. He might even almost be an antagonist. Yeah. <laughs> like maybe he's... a little bit. But there's no, there is no protagonist in this so far. Well, I, other than him, I would say he's the protagonist. Yes, he's the main in focal this point. Story. Of the, not not well, saying he's a good guy. Yeah, right. protagonist usually means they're a good guy. Though. Oh, I right. thought protagonist was just the main character, and antagonist was the enemy of that person. That could be. I thought protagonist also implied that's the good character, right. and the antagonist is 
preventing the character well, from yeah. He is but, somewhat good because he is preventing the apocalypse from happening because he did not go because th- the according to the what is it the the tale or whatever yeah, that the, you have oh, to, the message the message thank the you message. like all four horsemen had to die and come back and he when the other three died he did not so that's preventing the apocalypse so that's kind of protagony then like that's kind Ooh, of a good okay. thing Depending on what side you fall on, of do you want the world to end or not? Big picture that stuff. Depends. He's the protagonist. Little stuff, maybe not so much. <laughs> yeah. yeah not, what were his <laughs> overall reasons? They were selfish. So he's not yeah, really I'm not, in it for. The I'm not world. saying he's a good dude, but he's not like evil just for the sake of evil. Right. Um, it's a revenge story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they basically the government killed him, and he came back to life and went to go kill the people that killed him. Pretty much. There's another underlying story with his wife who he thought was dead, but he was his revenge and stuff was a bit separated from that because he didn't find out that she was alive right away. So it was one of his targets that said, yeah, I've got information for you. Hold on. Don't yep. kill me yet. See if this is useful for you, then decide. <laughs> so it's basically him going to rescue his wife at that point. So there's, I skipped over a bunch of stuff. Do you want to back up? No. Okay. I, I will back up a little bit. I Googled it. And protagonist, according to the internet, the dictionary says it is the main character in a work of fiction, play, film, or novel. So it doesn't not, necessarily mean right. he's a good guy. Oh, okay. Right. It's just, so it's the main character. Fine. So in this, I will say protagonist. And the antagonist is the one who antagonizes the the good, or the The main character. Yeah. The, the opposite. So, the foil. Right. So there we go. Sorry. But anyway. Like yeah. at us. Yeah. But uh, he, they track him down. She is the daughter of the leader of the Republic. Yeah, Primer Mao, and her name is Zhaolin. Yes. And uh, basically, death is rolling up to go get her, his wife. Yeah, and because this is where the story, for me, it got, it got, that was my favorite part of the story. Like, Same here. The rest of it, like, oh, the whole secret society and the different leaders of the different... Definitely like, world building. I was like, well, that's nice to have, but I don't care. Right. I want to see what's going on with these guys. Like, what is right. their story? That's, that's the personal story right. that gets me And that's intrigued. why I feel like this, the best part of the story was that. The rest of it, to me, was nothing but world building and getting some, some of the characters set for future volumes. Right. It's... That's the rest of the story is the stakes that are in the game, right? Versus okay, here's the what's the driving force right now is his and her story together, right? And which the way the volume ends with their child, I would say that it did a good job of balancing the overall story and then their story too. Like, right. oh, they it are makes both want to see what's going to happen next, and they both are intertwined. Of their yep. love story isn't just about them, it's about the whole apocalypse, and everything, right. uh. There are some weird things, like the yeah, bartender's um, octopus eye thing. Yeah, that yeah. was that was kind of weird. I don't fully understand. I think it was another alien creature that was just right. wrapped in his eye, right, or in his head. But like, I don't know. It seemed yeah, weird. I got the impression that it was like a spy, right, and it yes. betrayed him. <laughs> yeah. Right, like I wonder if it was supposed to be like, oh, we're partners, but I just got sold out by my partner, my eye, yeah, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But it was it was weird. But I was like, okay, yeah, I didn't quite get it. And then it just kind of like, it didn't touch base on that ever again that I saw. Right, unless I missed it. I I think it was solely as a plot device. Like, okay, is the way yeah, I took it, just, it. Like it seemed like it could have been more to it. Okay, are there other eyes that are people right. don't know that are? Yeah, are is there a bunch of spies running, running around? But it was weird. 
Uh, I did like horses, the horse, uh, the the robot horse. Yeah. The, where it's like, oh, it's not just a horse. It's It's also a a freaking laser beam cannon thing that he, he can ride it like a horse. It reminded me of, um, in Star Wars, the last Jedi, the miniature Death Star tech, that type of a gun. I can see that. They take that type of a gun on a horse. Right. On horse legs, pretty much. Uh, I, I liked the way that Death's wife became the leader of the country. Yep. Of killing her sister and... Not just killing, but that was brutal. She, she gave she her a hug with her fist and yeah, her With just her hand and... and, and squeezed, well, her, like, squeezed like an orange and just pop. Her sister put her through a lot, too. Yeah. Like, took her hands, yeah, took her I think lover. It was, yeah. Took her she, child. Yeah. Trapped her in the garden, like... No matter how nice a prison is, it's still a prison. Yeah. Right. But she offed her sister and then went after her dad and killed him by decapitation. But that was nice, but that was a pretty nice death by all things considered. Oh, like, yeah. She's like, Compared to the other she's like you're going to die. Do you want to die torturous or just be done? And he's like, just do it now. Like, yep. And instantly. it was quick, quick, quick and clean. Yeah. But, and then she became the ruler. Yeah. I forget. Did she say... The country won't miss you, but I will. Or I think it was, I, I won't so. miss you, but the country will. Something like that. Or, yeah. I, I wish I remembered better. Sorry. But uh, it doesn't, doesn't really matter. But she said she said something before she decapitated him that was chilling. Oh, yep. I, I, I know it's right here. I cannot save you from him. I will not. You have earned this. But if you, if you want... It will be by my hand. I do owe you that. I will miss you. I will miss you. The world will will not. Because he is an evil being. Yep. Uh, Yeah. And the story ends with, finds out that her and Death's child is still alive. And is being programmed to create the apocalypse probably, maybe? don't know what they're doing. It kind of looks that way by some of the dialogue. Yeah, and like, oh, how do you feel? I don't know. I don't know. What is a feeling sort of thing? <laughs> yeah. It does not compute. Right. And it's like it's almost like the baby has been raised without any stimulation or, or emotion just, or anything. Just stimulation, it's no just, emotion. Just there. How do you feel? I don't know what that means. Mm-hmm. That, that's that's kind of ominous. That, that's kind of creepy. Yeah. But yep, he is supposed to be the beast of the apocalypse, so yeah. he ought to be a creeper. So yeah, I mean that, that's the that's the main gist of it. I would say of yeah. the first thing, a lot of stuff happens that it is very it's nece- like I couldn't just skim. Oh, they're talking about that. no. You have to like right. actually read it. I tried it. to skim mm-hmm. a couple parts. I'm like, no, I'm yeah. lost already. Let me go back. Yep, I was, I was the same way. Uh, but yeah, that is East of West Volume One, uh, one to five. One being off of five being great. Laura, what would you rate it? I think I would give it a three. Like I. I can take or leave the story. It was interesting enough at the time, but I don't feel like, oh, I got to go read the next one. And when I when we got to the point where it kind of turned into a, an almost love story, when one death was just after his wife and his child, I was like, oh, that, I'm not as excited about this book anymore. Yeah, that's fair. Jared, what would you rate it? I'd go with a three also. It was good, and I'd like to see what happens next with their baby, if the kid is the beast and stuff like that, but... It's I, I it's not going to be the next book I go pick up. 
I think it is definitely good to read and trade. Yes. Uh, this would not have been fun oh, reading oh, single oh, issues. Single issues would have been horrible in this one. Uh, I would have dropped it after issue one. I also compare this to uh, oh, Game of Thrones because for me, Game of Thrones, when I was watching, it's like, oh, it's okay. But dang it, that cliffhanger ending. Yeah. Every time. And this one, that cliffhanger ending, okay, what's going on with that kid? Exactly. Like, the rest of the story, like, okay, it's fine, but I wonder what's going on with that kid. So it's right. like, that's the hook that's keep, that has me curious for the next part. Right. Um, I think I'm going to give it a three also. There is definitely an audience for it. If you like the over, you know, the deep world building with a whole bunch of everything going on, it's great for that. Right. If you want a story that's easy to read, this is not for you. Um because yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot to it. Yeah, Even this th- isn't a light and easy book. No, this is a very heavy book, especially with all the secret societies, the different religions and cults and everything. There's a lot going on here. It is not not very linear of a story. Right. But yeah, there are a lot of times in a book where I I write down a character list sort of like you guys may have noticed a lot of times you're like oh that person I'm like oh their name was. Good job, because I'm terrible at names. Yeah, just it helps me if I write down the names and I can keep track of the characters better. But at one point in this one, like when they went through that long string of people they killed in the succession for um, the presidency, and I was like, forget it. Like threw my pen inside. (laughs) I was like, I don't care who any of these people are. They basically went through since the president got killed by death, and that we did kind of skip over. That that was was part of the secret society. Uh, the secret society basically took the secession line and basically said, are you with us? Nope. You're dead. Next, yep. you know, next right. in succession line until they got to somebody. Until that, they got that somebody that they could manipulate. Yeah. Yep. yep. So that and was I, a pretty I, cool scene. I, yeah. I should have written that lady's name down, but by then I was like, eh, I don't trust that you're actually anything. She was like secretary of like interior or something like, something she was, like that. Like, she I think they even name. said 13th or 14th down the line mm-hmm. of succession. Yeah. It reminded me a lot of Battlestar Galactica. I was just going to say that. It <laughs> reminded me of that as well, where it was like the education. Secretary of uh, Education was, became the president yeah. in that because everyone else was dead. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, that is East of West Volume 1, and who knows how the rest will go. Maybe I'm we'll find s- out. Maybe might, you, the listener, will find out. I might check it out sometime, but yeah. probably not anytime soon. Jonathan Hickman knows. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so moving on to the final segment of the week that Jared always forgets oh, about. crap. And that's the hero of the week, be it comic book or otherwise. I'll, Jared, I'll buy you a little bit of time so you get to go first. Or I'll, I'll go first. Uh, Why don't you go first on this one? Uh, I'll let you have it. My hero of the week is going to be heroes of the week, and that is the people at the second site spirits uh distillery <laughs> is down in the cincinnati area it's in kentucky i forget the name of the small town that's ludlow the, ludlow uh we got to go to so this past weekend we went to, laura and i went to a wedding in cincinnati and on sunday we went to the distillery because they had distillery tours and like why not uh we wine got to, not sorry yeah no they didn't do wine oh come on uh but they do, they showed us their process, everything, their bottling machine and everything. And then they, the, the owner of the company would sat down with us and like, here, try these samples out as well. Uh, but he was very funny, very entertaining. Um, Karis Wagoner, I believe is his name. Uh, I don't know the pronunciation, but either way, check out the Second Sight Spirits for some good stuff. We... We bought three bottles mm-hmm. of things, two of them for us. One was a gift, yep. and they were really good, and I'm hoping we can find more that we can get up here as well because they were good, and I want more. 
and but yeah, he was he was a good host. He did a really good job. He tolerated our rambunctious group. Uh, and what was the word he used for weird people? Uh, oh, now I don't. He's remember. like, oh, they're not this. There is a very dynamic, dynamic. Group. Yep. He's like, oh, I'm used to dynamic groups, and <laughs> we were a fun dynamic group. I think we had we got a couple spit takes out of him while we we're there. So I think that's always a good sign is when you can laugh and make your host laugh. Also, that's pretty good. So that is my hero or heroes of the week. Laura, do you have a hero of the week? Yes. Sorry, I was getting lost. I, I thought that I tagged the comic that he was in, but it's not in my list now, and that makes me sad. Um, but now I'm wondering if I wrote it down anywhere else. The Unbeatable Marvels. No, that's not right. But basically, like, one of the cute things that I kind of wanted to tag off of your story was that um, at the distillery... The, the guy kind of, he bartered a lot of things to get stuff for the distillery. And one of the things he sort of bartered was a blurb in a comic book. And I guess you said that earlier, how Nick Fury threw a bottle of Second Sight, like rum, at some character. A in, Year of Marvel's The oh, Unbeatable One. I was just going to say that. A Year <laughs> of Marvel's, yeah, A Year of Marvel's The Unbeatable Number One. Yeah, I've got a picture of it too if anyone needs it. It's right here. But anyways, um, I think my hero this week, uh, I decided that it should be the girl I started training, Jessica, because she did really well at training. Like, she's going to be a, a great tech. Like, I really think she's better than me. Like, she held her guns when we were doing our pre-op, which is where you go through the room after they say they've cleaned it. Everyone else in production, like, and the SWAT team, they clean the rooms and scrub them down and all this, and then we go through and say... Did you really? And if they didn't really, we go, can you just scrub it again? Please, like, it's got potatoes on it. Like, you, you missed it, the spot. It, it is literally still cheese sauced. Please, <laughs> just do your job. And sometimes people are better or worse about that. Like, But but she stood to her, stuck to her guns, held to her morals, told them, no, it's still not clean. Like, keep trying until it's, it's good enough. Do or, better. Yeah. And so I, I was glad for that. And, yeah. Right. I don't think I have to worry about her. There you go. And, Jared, we borrow as much time as we can. Who is your Hero of the Week, comic book or otherwise, and why is it your mom? Actually, that's a good one. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, my mom has uh, had to have a procedure done, had to get she's some had, testing done. She's had a year of medical yeah, stuff. Yeah, she's had a rough rough year. Um, she just got some tests back, uh, and they all turned out. So far, so good. They're still doing testing, but uh, everything's it's, looking pretty good. It's not the worst case scenario. No, not that is a at win. all. So everything looks good. Thank you for that. Not a problem. <laughs> Mine couldn't think of anything. I saw you like deer the head. It's yep, like, yeah, I nothing. got nothing. <laughs> so Alex is your sub hero. Yes, Alex <laughs> is a sub hero for helping me through that segment. There we go. <laughs> all right. And with that, everyone, we'll say thank you for listening. We'll be back next week, barring any complications. Uh, we'll tag out Laura and Adrian will be here instead. We'll talk about King of Spies, Volume 1. Plus, who knows what other tangents we'll go off on. Uh, who knows? We might talk about Andor number one or episodes one, two, and three, since oh, all three are dropping yeah. today as we're recording this. Yep. But we'll see what happens mm. next week. But until then, we'll see you all next time. Mm-hmm.